If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Recorded live. Okay, I'm back. If it was what, Morgan? Hmm? What did you say? Or was that Pam? If it's what? I said, even if it's a 2016, it's going to have some miles on it. Right. The Kia has a um, 55. What year is that? 2012. Okay. You there, Erica? Okay. Hmm? Yeah. Are you ready? Father God, hmm. change her heart and her path. Hmm. See God about to be very specific with you. And details about certain things, people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So in certain things, you're way past the big picture. He's now going to begin to give, be very detailed with you. You might even have to get, begin to write stuff down because you are in so many different things and capacities. You might have to have a booklet or something to, as he begins to reveal stuff to you, to write it down about this and write it down about that so that you will be able to go back and pull those things together that he speaks to your heart. Because, again, we are finite, we are limited, and our capacity is not God. So we have to use the tools that he has given us in order for us to function the way that he wants and has ordained for us to function. Yes, there's a tremendous amount on your plate, but he has given you everything that is needed in order for you to fulfill such. So do not be overwhelmed, but walk in the managerial capacity that he is calling you to walk in. Trust, choose, let him be God, and the blessings will overtake your life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. That is so true because I've been saying for the longest I need to have something to write this stuff down. And when I've been writing things, I've been grasping at just sheets of paper here and there. And then when I find them, I'm like, oh, God, I need to put them in one place.
I have sticky notes all over my desk, on my cabinet. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, I got I got notebooks. One was said mastermind, which is very little, and then one for this, one for that scheduling. So you know, whatever works for you. Streamline, streamline. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen. Um, also, pray for um, uh, William Phillips and his mother. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. They're on the other list, but I'll pray for them. All right, hold on. Okay. Father God, help him, Lord, to face things and not run away. Help him to be real about what you're doing and showing him. Give him the strength and the ability to stand and to stand there for Use him, let him not pull back, but press ahead, Father. Your hand is upon his life. Empower that man of God so he can continue to press and move and not go back into the things and his own personal thoughts and desires, but let him rise up into the man of God with the anointing and the strength of God that you have provided for him. Holy Spirit, equip him for the task. And change and transform him where he needs to be changed. In Jesus' name I pray, man. Amen. Okay, and who's next? Me. Mother? Oh, you got Morgan his mother? Sorry. Right. You said what? I was just asking if you covered his mother, too. Yeah, I did the both of them together. Okay. That's just what came out. I, I, you know, well, you know. <laughs> okay, um, I'm looking for my phone. I'm praying for Morgan. Is Lisa back on the line? I right, go back down here for the book. You know, y'all getting on my nerves all this up and down these stairs. You need to exercise. Oh, oh, no, no, you're not talking. I don't want to walk five minutes to class. It's work, Daddy. It's 15, Father. Get it right. Was your freshman 15 that you done put on? Ooh. Um, I don't have the freshman 15, but apparently you took it away from me because you got it all right Ooh. in the midsection. Oh, 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 oh. Wow. Well, you remember <laughs> you get to be my <laughs> age, and it took this long to get there, so now. Ooh. You're kind of jab. How many months are you again, Dad? Wow. Oh, and you say you trying to get home when? Well, yeah, I'm thinking she's talking about getting a car. She's thinking about a lot of things. <laughs> Look, you got to get a license before you get a car. And yes, I have mine. Now what you got to say, smarty pants? <laughs> you have it now. Well, <laughs> do just some patience, <laughs> perseverance. Y'all remember this prayer call. 
Look, look, the way this ball been going all day, whatever. <laughs> I'm getting my license this year. Uh-huh. Anyway, you ready for your prayer child? Yes. Alright, Continue to do to anoint and keep our Lord Shed it go send Randaka. Continue, Father God, yet to, to be the blessing that you call her to go that you're calling her to be, Lord. Continue to illuminate her path, Father, yes, so she can walk a short footed, Lord. Yet go sure footed, yet sure footed, Father, yes, upon the pathway that you want her to go down, Lord. Shed the Holy Spirit continue to go to speak to her, Lord, and confirm in her, should go so those things, Lord, should so she will not doubt in her heart, but trust the revelation that you are providing for her, that will walk in peace and safety. In Jesus' name I pray. All right. Ms. Butler, you still on the line? Amen. I just got back on. Read this to you since you topic. You ready, dear? Okay. Education is knowledge or skill obtained or developed by a learning process. In many ways in the West, it has been hijacked from its original objectives. This mountain has been infiltrated and taken over by forces opposed to those originally intended to be there. Most American educational institutions, for example, were meant to serve as places of training and admonition in the fear of God. Their instruction was given in the context of a worldview that put God in the center of life as the one around whom we must all morbid. I mean, all orbit. God was the foundation of all areas of learning. America's first public school was established in 1635 by noted Puritan minister John Cotton. Virtually all early public schools had ministers as headmasters. Reading, writing, and arithmetic were always of secondary value compared to instruction in the ways of God. In order to prepare for life in this world, students needed to know how to relate to God and how to orbit around who he is and what he expects. You there, Miss Butler? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that I've read that to you, and again, you can go back and listen to it, and I'll send it to you over the text messages. Holy Spirit, but see, God needed you to see that to show you where the struggle really is and why you're going through what you're going through. Because, see, again, it's much deeper. And you had that revelation this morning. And now here it is written out to you again, which is confirming that which God spoke to your heart. So now as you're beginning to get an understanding what you're truly facing up against, ooh, 
Oh, really? Hmm. Okay. So now this going back again. See, y'all getting on my nerves with this right here now. This ain't too much work. Let me see if I can find that Deuteronomy pair prayer. The prayer that you all must confess, because now that you know what you're up against, that Deuteronomy prayer, which I can't find at this moment, you realize that you are overwhelmed. You realize that this is much deeper than what you thought or planned. But what would you told me this morning? Focus. You focus on you and God. You focus on who he is to you. See, right now, this is he. Mm, mm, oh, Jesus, I'm about, to, I'm about to mess you up. Sorry. That is why he took so much time to carefully reconstruct his relationship with you. That is why he just carefully, piece by piece, he had to show you that he's been there that he loves you, that there was purpose behind all the hurt, pain, confusion, and rejection. He carefully just reconstructed you and his relationship because he knew that at this time you needed to be able to trust him because, see, before you didn't. Before you like, mm-hmm, that's God over there, but I ain't going over there. Before you like, mm-hmm. But you slowly allowed him to woo you, caress you, and love on you to now you're like, okay, God, I will turn to you. I am still ain't quite there, but, Lord, I recognize that I, I, I trust you enough to lead me through this rather than to run from you. I trust you enough, Lord, to understand that there is divine purpose. Because, see, that's where you need to be in order to allow him to defeat your enemies. That's where you need to be to allow him in enough into your heart so that you can walk in the anointing and the calling that he's placed over your life. That's where you need to be so that the Holy Spirit will begin to enter deep down inside the recesses and cavities of your life, your spirit, soul, and body. He'll begin to stir you, ignite you, and do whatever's required to allow you to rise up and become the overcomer that he's called you to be, not to be pushed down, but to be the victor, not the victim. Holy Spirit continues to speak volumes inside of our life, Lord. Mm, mm, mm. Volumes, Jesus. She will move with purpose and trust. Continue to confess the Deuteronomy scriptures over your life as needed. That does not mean it's once a day. That means whenever that that overwhelming sensation rises up, you speak that over your life and you let God work it out. You let God cast it down. And you walk in the fullness of who God has called you to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Interpretation means. You ate my food. I don't play with my food, dude. Hold 
shut up. My butt's on your neck. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. Problem, dear. I don't want nobody to think I'm hurting the children. Mm-hmm. Oh, we know you're right in your Huh? Y'all know you're a little touched, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I can bust this one in the neck. This particular one I'm talking to. Well, one prayer. You need to pray over these children up in here. <laughs> I'm pushing on speakerphone. <laughs> what you say? Let me pray for him. Tell him to be quiet. You all be quiet for a second. No, 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 no. That's not why. Hey. Zero. Hold on, I'm putting you all on speakerphone. Take several seats, please. Aaron, put your meat in that seat. That's so hard, isn't it? Do you think I'm playing, or, I mean, do I have a wig and some big floppy shoes? Do I have Hold on a second. I got to put you on mute because it's not going to go well. I want to witness it. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm-hmm. <laughs> when she asked you to pray for the kids, she sounded like she was about two seconds, you know. Who was doing it? Hmm? Huh? You ready? Lisa, you ready? They, they ready. They're quiet. All right. Okay, hello, children. How are you today? Okay. My name is Sam. I'm a, I run a prayer line, and Miss Butler wants me to pray over you all. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to pray and see what God is going to do for you, all right? Okay. Okay. Father God, these are your children. These are your children, Lord. Mm-hmm. Lord, you know where each and every one of your children are at, Lord. Holy Spirit, we are reading about taking over the nations, Lord. And it starts with your children, but your children of all ages. Lord, you know what you have put in each and every one of their hearts, Lord. Mm -mm. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you right now, just begin to massage them. Begin to touch them. Begin to let the, 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 the anointing of God rise up inside of them so they can begin to see their destiny, Lord. Let them understand that they don't have to walk in lack. Let them understand that God is on their side. And you say, if God is for them, who? Yes, 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 if God is for them, it doesn't matter who is against them, Daddy God. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you to right now just begin to make a difference in each and every one of their lives so they will not settle, Father. They will not settle, but they will rise up to pursue excellence in whatever endeavor that you call them to be. I'm asking you right now, Daddy God, to stir up the Holy Ghost anointing so they will begin to receive 
you and desire for a relationship with you, Lord, a deep, intimate relationship that will break off all the bondages and the yokes that have been plaguing them. They will be brought They will pursue academic excellence. They will trust and seek the Lord, and you will speak volumes to their life. They will no longer lack in any deficiency, but the word of God will rise up and cover them and carry them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. This is what I got here with. Okay, they felt that. I'm going to take you off speaking now. (laughs) Okay. Got to get back on order again. (laughs) Okay, okay, y'all. Keep on playing. You get struck down as fast as you got struck up. All righty then. Well, everything all right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Let me get off of here. Okay. All right. Thank you. No problem. All right. <laughs> Bye. This has been a day. That's all I got to say. Yeah. You better believe it, Jack. Because <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I just. I don't even have nothing. I don't know, Lord Jesus. I'm just so fine. My whole self. I'll find myself. If anybody sees me walking down the street, my mind, y'all. Bag Right, return to Cinder. Return to Cinder. Bag lady. Yeah, see, now I got to figure out who tore the branches off the trees. Talk mm-hmm. us, God, please. Mm-hmm. All right, let me All right. get out of here. All right, y'all. Bye-bye. Who's next for prayer? Try to get up out of here. Anybody else want prayer? Anybody want prayer going once? Can I get prayer from Erica? Sure. Still on the line? All my phones are dead. Koshe Totoro Mokoshara, Koshe Sekasha Tara Hasira, Koshe Tere Mokoshara Hasira Mokoshara, Keshi Sere Hesara Mokoshere, Tetara Mokoshara Tara, 
you know, there's leadership in you. Um, you know, this is like the second or third time that I've seen you, um, like standing behind a podium of some sort. Oh God. <laughs> um, where there are a multitude of individuals that are waiting or eager to hear from you. So, you know, you're um, in a place, you're where God wants you, you um, and where he needs you to be because you're in a position and in a place where you're receiving um, so much information and knowledge, and you are, you know, taking and you're being able to assess how um, the masses really how the majority thinks and feels and how they operate and function and what they believe. And so you're learning um, about their behavior. You're learning about their character. But most importantly, that knowledge base is what you will be able to, I guess, carnally um, understand and even so much more understand as God spiritually you know, um, enhances and evolve you in terms of your leadership and what he desires to have you lead these multitudes of individuals in or the area. Did you say multitudes? Yeah, yeah. You know what, Farley? And so the thing is... You know, you're on a you're on a training ground basically. You're on a training ground. And you are to um see it pretty much as that. You are acquiring and obtaining the information. You know, like, you know, people put things in a database. You are observing and witnessing, you know, how the um, masses, you know, walk and breathe and what, how, you know, how they see things, how their structure is. 
And God is asking you or expecting you to basically take notes diligently because as he speaks to you spiritually, you're going to um, really see the full proof of how you are to, you know, take what God is telling you and you will be able to intertwine it or manipulate it or be able to get into the, um, I guess, the creases or the crevices where you can drop these morsels into these different people and, you know, into the areas where they'll be able to feed from you and not even know that it's God feeding them. So, Erica, are you saying that as we were reading about Harvard, Princeton, and Yale being the training ground for presidents and leaders, so are you saying that you have an Elijah revolutionary on the campus of Mizzou that is being bred and trained to advance the kingdom of God and to be looking at it from that point of view? Yeah, you know, know, and that's so interesting you say it like that because, yes, because even though those four institutions you talked about, um, you know, being pretty much the foundational institutions of education, a lot of many other institutions have taken those foundational principles and tried to utilize them to enhance their institution, period. So it's like they're mirroring, their goal is to mirror that. And that same logic and mentality and behavior is what they're trying to spread throughout. So let me ask you then, if we're going to look at this genealogically and bloodlinish and spiritually, so then our sister who attended Wash you who has adopted some of those theories and philosophies and walking walking by them. Now here she actually not far from that, but one of the same because Wash U is in a very highly elite school. Mm-hmm. And so now here we are at Mizzou, where she's an Elijah revolutionary, whereas her sister was basically worldly. Now she's spiritually, and the training ground not only deals begins at Mizzou, but also starts with her own family. I'm going to mute because she's going to cut me. She'll be here in a couple of days. I'm going to be here 1 o'clock a.m., like one fifteen a.m. on the 18th. I will be at the house at one thirty. <laughs> I know where everything at is in the house, and you're lucky I don't have a tracking device on your phone yet. <laughs> that girl say yet. <laughs> I'm going to mute. Uh, she knows she could put it on there, and he wouldn't even know it. <laughs> you ain't lying about that one. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah, um... Because, you know, the thing is, <laughs> to come to pass anyway. But God is definitely going to use you to um, feed those people who for... Um, really 
no choice of their own, have made decisions that they feel are appropriate and correct. So they've been blocked and blinded, so to speak, from seeing things in, from any other way other than how they were So understand that there is a leader in you, baby. And I understand the mm and the, you know, the grunts from the uh, uttermost depths of your uh, <clears throat> belly. So now, if there's a leader in you, and one thing that you are understanding, beginning to gain understanding is, that's why you find you find yourself isolated. That's why you find yourself being by yourself and not so much of merging with the masses. You want me to shut up, don't you? I, I, how about I do that? It ain't gonna last long, and it don't work. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna try. I mean, the effort. We have to, when you're walking that capacity, you have to become comfortable by being by yourself. Ooh, girl. I'm about sick of it. Sorry, Morgan. I do apologize, honey. I do. Bless your heart. I'm just trying to look at some cars. I ain't mad at you. Most of us do look for a distraction. I used to often wonder why God left me alone to deal with my own thoughts. Ain't nobody else deal with them but you and him. I was talking to Morgan. I was talking to him. I promise I was talking to Morgan. (laughs) My bad. I'm sorry. Not really. You're not helping. You're not helping. Please. I'm trying to just say it as nicely as I can, Felicia. I was talking to Morgan. <laughs> and, and the reason that you're often by yourself is because, you know, you're going to have to be by yourself when you seek God for direction and not have to, you know, fall up under the influence of other people. Yep. Because they are going to try to persuade you, you know, or encourage your um, final, you know, thought or whatever your decision will be. And so they will be under the perception that they will use, you know, 
um, their coming to you and communicating with you as a distraction from God communicating with you. And also get you to a point that when God does speak to you and tell you something, that you'll be able to stand firm and move in the direction that he wants you to move in, in spite of what others might say. And they will use the word of God to try to convince you of otherwise. Yeah. That's where the half truth and part true and rest uh part lie come in. Because there are gonna be definitely those who are spiritual enough. And I, I choose the word spiritual um cautiously because they're going to be spiritual enough uh to include the satanic spirit. To be, uh, to know exactly that you are a spiritual being and that you are listening and, and communicating with God, but they are also going to uh, be spiritually aware that they're going to have to communicate or attempt to communicate with you on a spiritual level. So they will have to use the vernacular of the Bible. And also their own vernacular, the vernacular of Satan, in a in an attempt to you know deceive you, but for them it is still be uh, presented under the auspices of the Word of God. Huh. So being by yourself is going to be very. Um, it's going to be very pertinent because you're going to have to put yourself in a position where you're just communicating with God and and him communicating with you. Because they're going to try to get you to test God's word. In Jesus' name, Amen. I'm done. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm tired for you, baby. Amen. And I can't. And I, I just have to go in there. The aloneness sometimes feel constrictive, but it's it's needful. It is needful because a lot of times I've learned just recently because I thought it was kind of weird that you know I can I can you know make friends easy, no problem. But at some time, the people that are friends just kind of fade into the background. 
And uh, for a long time, I thought it was me. But um, it was only that the last couple of years I found out that he needed me to be in a place where I only had those around me who had my best interest and the will of God's best interest at heart. So that goes back to what your dad has been talking about, the the, the 16, 3, and a 1, and a 2, or however those numbers go. He shows you who should be in your inner circle because everybody, like, like uh, Erica would say, everybody's not going to be for you. So you have to be able to see who's who around you is for your good and who's not for your good. So you're on good training ground, sister. You're on good training ground. Alicia? Yes, ma'am. My house not far from you. <laughs> oh, that didn't help. I'm sorry. I was it was misencouraged. I I I guess no. All right. I'm going back on mute then. <laughs> You're supposed to it's tell us you can get a car. After I get my car. Hmm. I said after I get my car. No, I said she was supposed to tell you you're going to get a car. Exactly. Um, oh, okay. In the words of Oprah, and you're going to get a car, and you're going to get a car. You're going to get one eventually. Just right. Like not yet. <laughs> right. And you know what? It's because that's the thing that you want now. And it's a distraction. Yes. So maybe what he needs for you to do is in your time that you're walking, actually have your conversations with him that time period where you're on the bus or in however you're transporting yourself, that is supposed to be your time of reflection with him. So you can learn to have those moments. Because if you had a car, you'd always be gone. You'd always be running. And that is your focus point. Now, when you finally get the, when you finally know, Watch what you want. Your desires are what the enemy uses against you. So do you really you want the car or do you need the car? There's a difference. Because he will the enemy will bless you to bind you every time. And you didn't want to hear that either, but so I'm gonna go. No, I need the car. Costless to um get home with to and from home. 
off a lot less. What's the other need of the car? Other than the, you know, the cost efficient in terms of you getting back and forth home. That's it, because I won't be using it a lot unless it's like I want to get some food. I'm like, oh, that's using it a lot. But what I what I want to share with you is. You don't. <clears throat> it would be um, more of a need if you had a problem getting home, period. Mm-hmm. And you already know, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it as relative as possible. You already know. Um, just from your dad's walk, that money ain't ain't no problem. So you know it ain't. It's not God's concern is not the cost efficiency of you getting home or not. The main thing is that you begin to understand at this particular phase of your life that God is maturing you. That you understand what he is structuring in your life right now. So getting home is nothing. Now, it, would it be um, the way you want it? Because if it, is, it could be just a matter of your dad renting a car uh, to get you home, your sister coming to get you, or De- Debbie, you know, coming to get you. So the thing is, you don't have any transportation issues, though that might be funny. But I, what I'm saying is if push come to shove, you know, it's like you have to, you know, in a sense, eliminate all your uh, viable options. And your viable options have not been eliminated or your viable options have not become like a brick wall as of yet. So though it could be very beneficial, it's not a dire need. It's not necessary. So he's trying to build you to understand you know, your purpose and what he's developing in you right now. But you're definitely going to get a car. God is going to let you know when, you know, it's the appropriate time. 
Because one thing one thing that that is true, you seek distractions now just because of the overwhelming of um communication of what God shows you and what He's telling you. And so guess what? Getting a car right now is a distraction from those things. Having a car, you're gonna seek distractions to be you know, to also eliminate that overwhelming feeling. And so at that point, you're going to seek things to do and places to go to bring about that distraction. And not not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but again, when God puts things in a proper order, you know, where you can understand it, it has a different effect. Yeah, how how old is the young lady? Y'all doing all right? Good. She's eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. And that's Sam's daughter. Well, I'll tell you from experience, uh, a lot of things that you want um, can be harmful to you. It can affect you, you know, in ways that you didn't think it would. Because you're not just going to have a car, but you're going to have car insurance. You're going to have car note. And then you got to look at maintenance. You got to look at all these things. You can have a blowout. Then you got to look at getting someone to fix it. You got you got all these other things, and then that's one side of it. And then you have people that don't have things that's gonna come to be leeches. Uh, <laughs> you got to have you have to have gas money. Then somebody don't have a car, they gonna need a ride, and and they don't want people will be like, well, I ain't got no money, but can you take me to this? And then. It's not only wasting um, your resources, but then you'll begin to tap into the time that you have, your study time, your prayer time, because it's all design of time. The enemy play the time game. Uh, he wants you to waste your time so that you won't be what God is really trying to develop you to be. And so God, he wants to train you. Like, this is a blessing I hope you are really taking what they're saying to you because uh, I want you to focus and stay focused on your grades and stay focused with with God so that he can help you. Because I went to school for five years, so I know uh, the pressures that you can have. And and it's it's young men that don't want to work that will be trying to get your car just to ride around because they don't have one. You know, it's so many other things, so many other avenues that, that um that'll be nice for you to pray to God and uh seek him so that you can see and discern of uh, the people's motives of coming to you with different things. Um you'll be successful. Listen to your dad. 
I know sometimes it get rough and I know it get tough because you you de- you developing your own attitude, you becoming your own woman, you know. And so, but just make the right choices, and this this what this what will you to go into successful places. Don't chase money, chase God. Make yourself a person of value. Study, become valuable with knowledge, because. Money always seeks knowledge. People want knowledge. They want they want it done right, and they want the knowledge of how to do it. I hope they help you a little bit. Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Everybody got quiet. I was just trying to figure out if we were done. Mm-mm. Not, not done yet. Wow. You good, Morgan? Good morning, or rather, good afternoon. Yes, this has been a roller coaster ride today. A roller coaster ride. Amen. Am I want to pray for me? Right. Mm. Well, I want my prayer too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that 
you making it, man? Man, good, good. That's good, that's good. Well, I tell you what, I'll pray for you first, Rod, because I'm about to run into the store, and then um, if they feel that, they can pray for you after. How about that? All right. All right. Okay. Father God, I want to lift a rod. Book they had it, of course, send it to go around it, to go say, should it go say, should it go say, should it go say, should it go around it, to go start rock out. I need to get over. Y'all gonna let me over? Yep. Around it, to go say, should it 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 go a sphere of influence. A sphere of influence is increasing in your life. People that God are bringing around you so that you can influence them. Hmm. I don't know if you were on the call or not when we were reading about the anointing of an apostle. And that, well, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but he was saying, you know, majority of people who are really anointed to be walking in the title of apostle are not really apostles. But true apostles really don't even... Because they understand what's required, but God uses them secretly to influence, to go in and do the dirty work and to come out. And as far as the world is concerned, there's not much recognition, but as far as God is concerned, it's like, you know, a covert mission. You know, like like, like those, those who really went in there and took out bin Laden, you know, we don't really know about the Navy SEALs and all that, you know, the training and stuff they go through. But they're 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 secretive and, and that's what I see with you and especially when it comes to fears of influence. God is gonna use you to divinely speak, influence and deal with people, situations and circumstances. Mm. And, and and it'll be in a variety of different ways and a lot of times they won't even totally understand that you're ministering to them. They might not come to you because they want you to pray for them, but a conversation will just start, and you're recognizing your spirit, what needs to be done, and you're just moving that capacity, and it will allow God to go forth and to do what he wants to do. So a lot of times you're going to be planting seeds. You're going to be planting a lot of seeds, Ooh, actually gardening in the home because in gardening you got to plant the seed, you got to get rid of the weeds, you got to cultivate the soil, you got to water. So it's a lot of that goes on in gardening than just planting seeds. So God is going to divinely use you, bring people around you so that you can influence them and give them divine direction about what they need to be doing. And again, they might not totally understand that that you're ministering to them, but you recognize that. You accept it for what it is, and just 
just go about your day, hum, 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 okay, whatever, you know, and just be the man that you are, but walk in the spiritual authority when you need to walk in it. You don't need to boast, you don't need to brag, but if you need to do what God calls you to do it, walk in it and keep it moving. So just trust in God and let him finish what he started in your life. And just be obedient as you have been. Just be obedient as you have been. Letting him divinely use you as he's divinely orchestrating and moving things in your life. Hmm. Now, the other thing I see, you might have to be a little bold is to be obedient. Uh-huh, Lord, really, you want me to lay hands on and pray for him? Huh, Lord, you want me to say what? Yeah, in that, in that capacity, you might, like, do some things that God, okay. Just just be obedient. Just be obedient. So remember, if you're the gardener, it's not always you're going to see the harvest. You you might you might have to sow some manure. But manure is what, you know, gives the crops nutrition. You might have to sift through some of that. So who knows what you might have to do. But the main thing that you need to do is just to be obedient. And what God tells you to do it, trust in him, do what he told you to do, and just keep it moving. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Mm-hmm. I ain't got too many amens today. Too many people are like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> oh, I mean, And the lightest prayer was for my daughter, and then Erica just got all up in her. Well, she asked for it, though. Oh, well, I'm going to tell you something that's so crazy, though, what you just said. Yeah, it's just a city of streets down south. It wasn't crazy, but it made sense. Oh, quick. Uh, my pastor uh, is a, he had, he's a bishop over 46 churches. Okay. And so what you're saying, I was telling him, I said, uh, I talked to him last week. I said, man, I know you need help with uh, going somebody going to check in on your churches or to see what's going on. And so I I was like, man, I believe I'm able to do the job. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you think I'm capable or whatever. But I know I am. You said what? I don't know if, I don't know if he think I'm capable or not. Oh, okay, okay. But I know I am. Okay. Because the the number one thing is to listen. If I can't mm-hmm. fix the problem, my job is to just bring it to you and you go fix it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the wisdom way to do it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 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 So now let me ask you this. How do you feel about that? How do I feel about what? By him feeling that you might not be capable of doing what you see. It don't bother me because I know one day God's going to make a way for me to do it anyway. So Okay. It just be a training ground anyway. So I was just stepping out on faith and going going to get the yeah. training. You got to mm-hmm. you got to be you got to be um in some areas you got to volunteer to mm-hmm. to make your gift start working. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I started playing the keyboard, I you know, I was playing for free. Then they start paying me $20. Then they said that they couldn't afford to play $20, but I kept on playing. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> they could pay me twenty dollars a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. I but you know what, what, what? What I'm listening and why I asked you, and see, that's exactly why God is going to use you because you're walking in humbleness, you're walking in meekness, you're walking in obedience. And see, that's where so many people miss it, and they get caught up in the title or some money or this and another. But your your whole thing is. I'm just trying to do what I hear and move. And because of that, see, that's why I asked you, how do you feel when when he doesn't think it's uh, He said, well, whatever. That's exactly why God is going to position you and put you in situations and circumstances. Because of that, he can work through you because you are mortifying in yourself and getting out of the way and letting God flow through you, whereas others, they're caught up in their flesh, their carnality, or whatever it is, and it blocks the power of God. Yes, sir. And, you know, this is my last thing, and I'm going to be quiet. You know. <laughs> we done heard that one before, but go ahead, Ross. <laughs> you, know you know what God did? You know what God taught me? He'll put you in the middle of people that don't want to do nothing to make you do something. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> How you doing today? All right. Mm-hmm, yeah, and the thing about it, like, like with uh, Miracles Minister in the morning, if we begin to look at things as a training ground, that that helps us to see. Just like I said, her whole purpose is to go there to be educated. All that other stuff is secondary. So when we look at situations and circumstances as a training ground then we're, we're approaching it, okay, well, whatever, I need to see what it is I need to learn so I can change and grow or whatever. And that's how that's how the Holy Spirit wants us. Other than that, we'll get caught up in the stress and the strife and the frustration and the foolishness and the bickering and and, and all of that stuff. And so that, that again, 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 working in that quality alone is what allows the power of God to flow where others will be blocked by it. And then you also find yourself that you're growing immensely. And you're growing quicker than the average person, too. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Like nine feet, but you can scan it. Don't you fuck up. Oh. Okay, thank you. All right. I'll just... All right. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Alright. How much you know? Of how much are your tacos? 
You getting tacos without me? Oh, okay. More than quick. All right. Hey, it's giving away. I don't know what they're doing at Home Depot. They're sitting up there cooking tacos and stuff. I'm like, really? You on your way back to the building? You on your way to the I'm, building? I'm working my way there. Got one more stop to make. Then I, I can get in, you know. Get I don't know what's going on. Sofa. I guess it's some kind of promotion there. or something. Wait a minute. How are y'all hungry people? Good grief. Child and another city. You get out of me? Anyway, who else want prayer? You just been acting foolish since I left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and your point is what? And walk around, do not go on the arm of my sofa again. Tear <laughs> up your own couch. Don't come over She's here. She's been hollering them all day long. Oh, I'm dead. I thought I was on mute. Ooh, she didn't know that her, her house was a jungle gym? <laughs> you know what? It's the same one. And I thought I was on mute. My bad. Well, see, my, see, see now what it was, Marty was already trying to let you into that concept when she decided to, you know, Decorated, you punch your holes in it. No, I think we're going to take up a, a nail collection for least. Like that, yeah. Because they ain't got nothing. Nobody raised them. And when you ain't never had nothing, you don't know how to take care of stuff. <laughs> so, baby. All right. Well, I guess you're about to learn. Oh, they're going to learn today. Uh, all right. Anybody else want prayer? I would, I would like for you all to please pray for my baby as she um, enters into her second semester, her graduation semester of school. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just pray for her that nothing crazy happens and all the weird spirits down there don't get her. <laughs> you know, just transition. Like your daughter? Yeah, my baby. Mm-hmm. Hey, little baby. Well, doggone, I'm not ready to let go yet. It's about big as a baby as my baby. I know. <laughs> that ain't no baby. But I know. You like my baby. Good Lord. That thing now. Look at that. still here. <laughs> Yes, Father God, here to go hold on the Gaza. Trust in God regarding your daughter. Here to go around the continue to stand the gap. Should it go around the and intercede on her behalf? Should it go around the Let God finish what He started in your life. Should brush the negotiation, negotiation, negotiation. The anointing is upon her. Here to continue to impart knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, grace. Mercy and favor, she He will transform her life, she and position her where she needs to be, she You continue to speak life over her, she and let her rise up, she let her come to her own understanding of who God is. Let her come to her own understanding of who God is, and she will be a blessing to many others. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Okay. 
America, come out and play. You still there, Erica? Alicia, Alicia. Okay, I guess she went hiding. She went into hiding. All right, anybody else want to play? Ouch. Anybody else want to play going once? Anybody else want prayer going twice? Anybody else want prayer going three times? Three times. Three. Three times, man. I need three times, man. Three times, man. All right, somebody put it for me and we get out of here. Um. Uh, Father, we come to you this, this afternoon lifting up Brother Sam. That's no child of yours. Thanking you, Father, for for using him to touch so many others. Father, we continue to pray for his obedience, for his patience, for his discernment. Father, we continue to pray for health and wellness for him, his household, and his family. Father, we thank you for all that you've used him to do and how it has touched so many people. We thank you, Father, for using him as an example because he is not a perfect man, and yet you still use him mightily. And it is an example to those that are looking and to those who don't even realize that they are looking. We just thank you, Father. We we thank you for the blessings that are in the process of being bestowed upon him. And, Father, we continue to pray and ask that you bind the efforts of the enemy because we know that he is trying to come at Sam so much harder than he is able to do, and he is just looking for a loophole in which he can slither through and attack. And, Father, we just, we just pray that those attacks continue to be irritations and that they do not become mountainous. Thanking you, Father, that he always remembers to seek you first for guidance and direction. And that as long as he continues to do so, he will minimize the efforts of the enemy. We thank you, Father, for your unconditional love, for your mercy, and for your grace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. All right, people. Y'all have fun, and I will see y'all later. Okay, everyone. Have a blessed day. Bye.